Hey, welcome back to The Real Podcast. Once again, I have with me Bob Osborne, who's one of not only our elders in church, but also most exciting to me, a businessman who applies his faith each and every day to what he does with his own business, Grace Care. And if you're just tuning in to us uh, right now uh, on The Real Podcast, we focus on living a relevant, engaging, actionable life of Jesus, where literally each and every week we talk about taking a real Jesus to a real world. And this week I'm super excited because we're talking about, you know, the topic that Everybody talks about COVID, what is happening in COVID. But the thing that excites me about this week, Bob, is, is that we're, it's not the doom and gloom. It's the opportunity in these moments of what's happening literally in COVID. So first, let's rewind. I remember tw- you said 12 years ago that we were sitting in your living room talking about your business plan of grace care and this idea, hey, you want to bring loving care, this love of Jesus into people's homes who need it, assistant care. And here we are 12 years later, and you have a business that's established, phenomenal care, as you said, the Cadillac of home care for people who need a little bit of assistance in their life. So t- tell us what that is, like w- what is not just your business, but but also kind of where that came from. Well, when I was in my 50s, uh, I was praying to God and saying, hey, you know, I'm getting older and I don't have a retirement plan. So, God, I think we need to come up with a retirement plan. <laughs> and he laid this on my heart yeah. from uh, experience that I'd had with seniors and asking them, why are you leaving your home? And yeah. hearing that, um, well, you know, I got one kid on the East Coast, one kid on the West Coast. I don't have anybody to help me even change a light bulb, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And so my, Tina and I's heart was really um, turned towards these people to help them stay in their home, stay healthy as long as they possibly could fulfill their desire. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 what you said right there at the very beginning, I loved how you even started that statement is saying, um, God, what, like, what are we going to do? You know, a lot of times, and this is the disparity sometimes we have have between Sunday because the conversations we have on a Sunday morning and the conversations we're having on a Wednesday morning should be the same conversation. Lord, what would you have me do? Like, where would you lend me to go? But oftentimes, you know, I want to rewind the clock back two months where life was busy. Life was different then. It was busy. We had schedules. We had everything going on. And and a lot of times in our Christian walk, it's easy to be able to get to the schedule of what we have to do with our job, what we have to do with our business. And before you know it, it's been four days before you've really spent time with the Lord. So when you're talking about starting and diving into grace care and saying, hey, Lord, what would you do? Uh, when you first had that thought of, man, there's really something to this. Was it a, oh yeah, God, that's a good idea. Or was it a, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you you I, want you want me to do what? I think it was more of a, uh, God, you want me to do what? <laughs> and, you know, looking back 12 years later, you can see things, you know, that like, um, if God had told me the entire story, I would have said, yeah. no, that's, yeah. uh, that's not possible. Yeah. Because one of the things that I had to, that I've done over this journey is became a certified home health administrator. Wow. And if God had told me that uh, Bob Osborne, high school graduate, um, would become a certified home health administrator, I would have thought it was the devil talking to me. Yeah. yeah. But instead, God <laughs> led me in this uh, process, opening this um, companion care yeah. where I didn't need any certifications. And then once I got that opened up, uh, he led me on this journey, you know, that, oh, there's more services available that you could provide more people you could help yeah. if you had this additional certification and okay, God, what do I have to do to get that certification yeah. and then baby steps and getting that certification and changing the license of grace care and yeah. beginning to provide more care to more people. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I, I know we say these things, but it's amazing to me that 
if God would show us where the entirety of where things are going to go, and I even know this right now, just mm. talking about the real podcast that initially started as an idea of, hey, let's just uh, have an expanded version of what we're talking about on Sunday to encourage people throughout the week, and then it morphs into something else. When you think about even what this is and what God is doing in our lives, a lot of times we don't see it for what God is going to take us to for that reason, that right. if he showed us, and I can't even remember what verse it was, but I was listening to a sermon this week where specifically somebody in the Bible said, God, show me. And he said, if I show you, you quit. Yeah. I mean, how true, <laughs> how true is that? And I can see that in my own life. I remember looking back several years ago, uh, several years ago being two years ago, and uh, as an instructor pilot, I was in this realm of innovation and helping to morph things and change things in pilot training. And I remember saying, God, like, what are you doing? This is not anywhere where I thought I was going to go. And the thing that he quickened me to, he said, I need you to be a sponge. I'm not asking you to lead people. I'm asking you to learn. Mm. I need you to soak in as much as you possibly can because it's going to be important later. I don't know why that is yet, but I know that every door he opens, uh, I just keep on kind of step stepping through it. I mean, it's one of those steps step, right. steps you take and trust. And, and you know, uh, looking back, I can see that God led me into a totally different field than I'd ever been experienced. You know, I, I had experience in sales and yeah. management, but um, this was a 100% different field. And because of that, I had to totally rely on God. Yeah. I had to go to God every day and say, all right, God, what are we doing today? Yeah. And you know, uh, looking back, it's just been an incredible uh, journey, and I've grown so much. But um, yeah. if I'd have been in a normal uh, Bob can do this yeah. field, uh, I wouldn't have experienced that type of growth. Yeah. So one one of the things we love to talk about on the Real Podcast is is um, those controversial topics. Those controversial, like get let's let's cut the crud and just get to the real transparency and the real issues. And I think uh, what a lot of people right now through this whole COVID situation are dealing with is um, yes. I, b I believe in God. Yes, I'm a Christian, but nothing in my life seems like it is the way it ought to be, and I don't know how to make heads or tails of it. So a couple of different areas I want to attack and jump into. Um, one would be in personal life. You run a business. It's not just it's not just the responsibility of running a business. You care for your employees. You care for your clients. You care for the vision and the direction of the business. And when you think about these things, uh, it's easy for people to say they're almost like weights. They're like, oh, my gosh, like... I have overhead expenses, or maybe we don't own a, own a business. It's just literally we've lost our job and we're having to lead our families into it. So in this experience that we've had with what has happened in the natural with COVID, where have you found yourself in applying your faith to uh, your profession, faith to work, faith to family in this area? Because a lot of times, I mean, honestly, our faith, it can, it can be easy to apply our faith when it's convenient, but when it, the rubber meets the road and it's hard, uh, we say, oh my gosh, God, now what? <laughs> I, I, right. I don't know what to do. You know, I love Pastor Brad's sermon a couple of weeks ago where he talked about there's no advancement without a test. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm uh, 67 years old. I can look back and see every time in my life that I advanced, it was because I overcame a test. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in a period of testing right now, I would say um, this is a great time to seek God uh, more than you ever have and ask God, you know, okay, what do you want me to do today? Yeah. What do you want me to do today? And, you know, I hear people talking about going back to normal. We're not going back to normal. <laughs> For and the thank, love of crying all, don't do it. <laughs> thank God we're not going back to normal. Oh you know, uh, I remember over a year ago saying, hey, I'm just kind of tired of church the yeah. way it is. Yeah. Uh, we need to shake things up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. And hey, I guess God answered that prayer Amen. because yeah, he he did. Things, there's been a shaking yeah. going on. And 
I believe that if you'll be flexible, like Pastor Brad talked this weekend, and um, be willing to um, have some new wineskin to accept yeah. some new ideas, that this is a real opportunity out there for you to grow and to accomplish things that you've yeah. never accomplished before. Yeah. And one of the things we got to quit doing is quit separating our, um, you know, I used to have like my church life and my, you know, my life with my yeah. wife and, you know, this, like it was segmented. Yeah. L- is- listen to this. This is going to be good. <laughs> Don't miss this point. Listen, to, I know where this is going. This is going to be good. Don't miss this. God does not want it segmented. He yeah. wants to be part of the whole picture. And, but you got to invite him in. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't go to church and say, oh, God, I'm, go-, you know, here I am. It's Sunday yeah. and I'm, you're part of my life. And then Monday, I'll see you next Sunday. Yeah. You know, it's got to be. Uh, and that's what, uh, for me, this uh, whole COVID thing, you know, everybody in the office went home but me. Yeah. I was the only one in the office. And, uh, yeah, I missed everybody. But, again, it was kind of nice. You know, yeah. it was me and God. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I would, will definitely say that through this, I've stepped up my prayer life in the morning. Yeah. I've spent more time talking to God through the day. And, uh, you know, things got tight for a while. Yeah. And But through it all, I can see God moving, God protecting, God supplying my needs. Yeah. So what, what do you – those tangible steps, because it's it's one thing to say, yes, God is taking care of me. It's another thing to to build habits in your life that reinforce that, because there's going to be a time where you're left with a choice in your life of saying, do I trust him or not? Right. <laughs> do do uh, like do uh, do I pay? Am I going to give my tithe or my or my? Are we going to put food on the table? And I remember times in my life where I was like, well, one bill is not going to get paid. God, like, what is that? What is that bill going to be? What is the thing? And I think we've all been in those situations where things get tight and you have to, no kidding, you have to have a foundation where you get back to saying, I, here's the chalk line. Here's the line in the sand. I am not going to pass this line no matter what happens. But what are those tangible things that enable you to do that? Because it's one thing to have a fluffy statement and say, God's got me. And not saying it's a fluffy statement, but I say this to myself as well. God's going to, you know, God's got me. And, but in the back of my mind, is like, yeah, but literally right now in the physical, what are we going to do? Well, <laughs> what, what is the next step, Kinsley? You know, one of the things that I've learned is there is a spirit of fear yeah. that will come to attack you. Yeah. And I can remember, uh, you know, waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, worrying about things. Huh. But if you'll recognize yeah. that's a spirit of fear and you'll say, I rebuke that and I'm going to stand on the word of God. And this is what the word of God says. Yeah. And you can take authority over that and you can walk into a different realm, you know, yeah. realm of faith. And I will say for me personally, um, not tithing is not um, it's just not an option. Yeah. Because one thing uh, I drive cars five, 10 years old and I see a lot newer cars than mine broke down alongside the road. Yeah. or You know, and I, every time I do that, I think, God you must really be protecting me. You know, you're really uh, helping me with my automobiles with, I, I just see it. You know, he says he'll rebuke the devour. Yeah. And uh, when I first got saved and my wife started talking to me about tithing, I'm like, yeah, that does, that does not compute. That does not compute. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. but gradually as I tried it, God is faithful. He wants you to just start, you know, yeah. I would encourage somebody, if you're not a tither, you don't have to start at 10%. Mm -hmm. You know, start somewhere, though. Yeah. You know, start and then watch God's faithfulness because he wants to grow you to where you're saying, you know, I want to do more than 10%. I want to do 15% or whatever. And, um, you know, just you have to be watching for God, though, to see what he's doing in your life. Yeah. 
You know, when when you had mentioned the word, I remember this post um, that I'd seen. It was on Facebook, but it, it really captured me. It's an image. I won't be able to show you the image, but it said this. Uh, this might be the most amazing picture they've seen. It's a picture of, of a bunch of arcing, and it's the references of where the Word of God refers to other situations in history. And, um, and it says, the, the line colors, uh, I'll say a cross-reference, uh, is a scripture, and that reference is another scripture. Had the Bible been written by one person at one time, it would still be amazing. However, the Bible was written by 40 different author- authors over the span of 1,500 years in three different continents, and it all continues to have, although it's, it has complexity to it, it has diversity to it, it has intricacies, it still tells the same consistent story of who God is. And isn't that true? That's what the Word of God is. And really, when we get down to the tangible, what are the tangible things you do in your life? The tang- to, to be able to propel you forward to these situations, to be able to get through COVID, to be a, a leader in your business, to be able to re- reinforce and reinsure your employees, listen, it's going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's your family that you're having to talk to you right now and say, listen, guys, I know it's hard. I know it's a challenge. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working on getting job applications in, but God has us. That foundation, that bedrock is having to trust the word of God. You got, you got to believe it. You got to know it. it has, right. You have to get to a place in your life where the Word of God, His promises are more real than anything. And I know just being honest in this last couple of weeks when we lost Kim, when we lost Kimmer, uh, I think all of us were kind of shook to the core of God. This does not compute. Like, right. I, I know you're good, but oftentimes there's, God, I know you're good, but. Yeah. <laughs> but this doesn't look good. Yeah. There's yeah. always the, God, I, I know you're faithful, but. Yeah, but there is no there is no but in there that really sense is, no. is God you are faithful period right and you know one of the things that I I feel like I've learned in my life is that um, the devil's voice is loud uh-huh. he's speaking doom gloom failure yeah. you're not going to make it and all that and so you really have to stop and fine tune your ear to where's that still quiet small voice yeah. where God's speaking to you and saying be still and know that I am lo- yeah. Lord you know. And so that's one of the things that I would encourage people to do is tune out that loud screaming voice that you're going to fail and start saying to yourself, you know what? The best is yet to come. Yeah. And that's what I tell my team every day. uh, The best is yet to come. This too shall pass. This is an opportunity. You know, I've been reading where more millionaires are made during uh, setbacks like this than there are in good times. Yeah. So if you're a Christian and you're a person of faith now, you know, I believe God is saying now, yeah. if you've had a dream or a vision that maybe you've put on the back burner, and this seems like the worst time in the whole wide history of mankind to yeah. step out and try to pursue that dream, I would say right now is yeah. the time. Yeah. God is saying now is the time. Yeah. He wants to show off. He wants to, he, he wants to bless the Christians so that the other people look around and go, wow. What's yeah. what's going on in their life? They, yeah. Why are they happy? Why are they smiling? How can they be that way during yeah. this time of crisis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, I, I go back to you for separately when I started the Winning Coach and I started uh, the podcast. Is that my business that I started uh, here a couple of months ago? It'd been a thought in my mind for about two years, three years, and it was just the, this continual. Well, yeah, I'll do it when, and then I had some some right. caveat statement to it or yeah, I'll get started when I have this or when I have that or when I have this lined up and there's never a good time. You just gotta, never. just go, just go. Stop, stop making excuses of why it's not a good time. You gotta go. You gotta, when, especially when you have that peace that God is offering and you hear, are hear, li, hearing and listening to that small, quiet voice. It doesn't matter how chaotic the scenery around you is. When that small, still voice that brings peace in the midst of the circumstances tells you, hey, move. It's time to be able to do that. And when you were talking about that still quiet voice, 
um, amidst the chaos. I was reminded back to you as an instructor pilot in the Air Force, one of the things that my instructors, as I was learning to be an instructor pilot, one of the things that he said to me, which really sparked uh, when you were mentioning that, was he said, if you get yourself in a really bad situation, the worst thing you can do is scream. Mm. If you need somebody to immediately respond to you, quiet your voice and be very deliberate and very calm. If you're if, if there's a situation that's getting crazy, he said that will change, that will get somebody to tune in faster to you, faster than if you scream and yell, oh my wow. gosh, pull up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you say, hey, I need you to pull up right now. Yeah. And I didn't think that was the case until a couple of those situations happened where I was like, hey man, I need you to do this. Because if you overreact, it it literally makes the problem, it makes the situation worse. How true is that that in the midst of the chaos, if we can truly listen to that voice that is calm and still and peaceful and consistent and confident in the midst of right. the chaos, right. he's not going to lead you astray. Right. He's not going to. And you know, one thing I would say is um, it's baby steps. Yeah. You know, people say, how did you get to a business that employs 30 people, you yeah. know, um, and serves, you know, all the clients that you serve? How did you do that? Well, it wasn't a leap of faith. Yeah. It was baby steps. Yeah. I found somebody to help me write a business plan. You know, we wrote the business plan. We talked to businessmen. I talked to friends and investors. Yeah. And it, it, each one of those was a little baby step. But, you know, like eating an elephant, one bite, how do you do yeah. that? One bite at a time. Yeah. That's how you build a, a, a business, a, yeah. you know, or get your college degree that you've been talking about. Yeah. Getting whatever it is, um, you do it by taking steps of faith listening to God, take another step, Yeah. listen to God, take another step, listen to God, and you'll find yourself in amazing places. Like yeah. I think both of us are, we're, we're above and beyond every, anything yeah. we could hope, think, or ask. Yeah. And we give God all the credit for doing <laughs> yeah. that. Hallelujah. It, it, it is It is 100% true. And that's, yeah. I hear often people say, you know, that I haven't been called to that. I, come on. Are you trying to convince yourself God hasn't called you to excellence and he hasn't called you to being above and not beneath? I mean, that's what the word says. We're above and not beneath. We're the head, not the tail. That means he hasn't called you to a place of just... Mediocrity. Of waffling, yeah, waffling through life and, oh, this is just that life I live... There's been people who have said, you know, I haven't been called called to a life of flash and this and that and the other thing. That's fine. If that's the way that you choose to live your life, that's great. But what I know is that every time God has been in my life and every time that I've listened to him in the moments where he's called me to something, yes, there have been trials and there have been challenges. But on the backside of it, I've always been left better than he found me. Absolutely. I have always been better off every single time. And it doesn't mean it's not painful in the process because it is sometimes. But if you're able to take those steps that you were talking about and say, God, I trust you. I trust you. I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to take this next step because I hear this is the direction you're calling me. Listen, if that's you today and you're saying, Kinsley, I don't have a job. Kinsley, I, I, I don't know how we're going to put the next meal on the table. Listen, don't stop trying. The best thing you can do is stop trying to figure it out and start trusting God and hear what he says. And if he tells you to do something, do it trust and believe and know that that's what he's calling you to do. To do. And and it's not just it's not just a open advice. I mean, these are the steps that we've taken, the steps that I've taken in my life, the steps that Bob has taken in his life of when you get yourselves in those unfamiliar moments, trust and take a step. Right. And you know, one thing I would say is, one thing that irritates me is when I hear people, well, I'm just a housewife or I'm just a janitor or I'm just a convenience store clerk. Holy smokes. Oh my gosh. God has called you to be the best at whatever you yes. are, you know. And um, You're not just anything. No, you're a ch just a child of God. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. 
And so, um, you know, whatever God's called you in life, don't because we're business people, we're not trying to tell everybody you need to go out and start a business, but we are telling you that wherever you're at, God has a plan for you to take you to a higher level, a better, a greater level of excellence than you've probably ever experienced. A, A level where people around you notice you and say, What's going on in that guy's yeah. life? Come to you and say, hey, what's going on? How come you're happy in the midst of this storm? Yeah. How come you're positive in the midst of this storm? Well, it's because um, I know who owns the storm. I yeah. mean, yeah. God is, yeah. I, serve a, I, I, I serve a mighty God. I know the one that quiets the ways. Amen. I know the one that quiets the wind. What do I have to be fearful about? And the funny thing is, the amazing thing to me is that I've had more opportunities to share the gospel when I've not intentionally even been talking about God, but allow instead allowing him to just move through me. Right. When you, when you do, when you... Do things to the excellence for God, not for man. It changes your whole perspective on however on what you're doing. Is because we're not on our day to day jobs. And I t- tell the Lord this: if God, if you lead me to dig ditches, those are going to be the most immaculate looking ditch. It's going to be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Because I'm not doing it for man. I'm doing it for you. Right. Everything I do, everything we lay our hands to, is to be glorifying to God. And people should see the excellence in what you do, not because you're trying to pat yourself on the back, but because that's the God that we serve. He is a God right. worthy giving our excellence to. Yeah, you shouldn't be working for XYZ company. You should, <laughs> every place you're at, you should be saying, I'm working for God. Yeah. I'm working for God. Yeah. And then that puts the responsibility over on God. He's a good God. He's yeah. a good manager to lead you and guide you and direct you in whatever steps that, that you yeah. have to take. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a break real quick. And when we come back, I'm going to, we're going to dive into what are the steps like, what, what is the first step you go to when a situation comes up and you say, oh my gosh, I'm not sure what to do this. What are the, what are the tangible things that you do or walk yourself through when we come back right here on The Real Podcast, living a relevant, engaging, actionable life, showing that Jesus is real each and every day. We'll meet you right back here in just a second. Hey, welcome back to The Real Podcast, where we are talking about how you live a relevant, engaging, actionable life each and every week. I got Bob Osborne with me, CEO, founder, president, king of Grace Care. Servant of Grace Care. Um, where we're talking about not only, you know, COVID obviously has happened and it's happening to us, but you don't have to be a victim of COVID. You can be a champion of COVID, Amen. of what happened. And I love that. A champion's mindset of stepping into it. We have one of our friends, uh, it's uh, Champions for Christ, who runs Champions for Christ. I forget. forget to, it's also a podcast, another great podcast, but we are champions for Christ and we can be victorious in the situations regardless of how terrible they are. And when we left off, we said, we're going to come back with a question. And the question is this, is when... The inevitable happen when 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 things happen. I don't want to say inevitable. I take that back. When situations arise that make you have that pucker factor of going, okay, all right. What are the, what are your first couple of steps like? Because this happens with all of us. Some of us right now are literally going through this where we say, man. Well, you know, a uh, question I always like to ask myself is, what's the worst that could happen? You know, <laughs> what. <laughs> What what if what if I had to shut the doors of Grace Care? Yeah, you know I'm healthy. Yeah, I've got a wife that yeah. I adore, and she loves me, or she tells me she does. I believe her. <laughs> I believe her by faith. Uh, but you know, uh, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, you know, the worst that could happen is we die and go to heaven. Yeah, yeah. So um, just you know, that gives me a sense of peace. I guess that yeah. um, you know, I, I posted something this last week on Facebook that fear of dying causes you to have a fear of living. 
Wow. And once you take away that fear of dying, yeah. then we're free to live yeah. and seek God. And, um, you know, a lot of times we're trying to put God in this box yeah. and say, okay, God, uh, I need $1,000 by Friday. And God, um, I'm thinking of ways that you could do this, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, But God probably not going to give you that $1,000 by the weekend, but he could give you creative ideas that completely turn your situation upside down yeah. into a victorious situation. And you're going, wow. Yeah. God, I can't believe how you did that. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you're absolutely right. There's been, you mentioned a thousand dollars. There's been a couple of times where I've thought, I plan things out. Uh, you know, God, God has given me a direction, then I do my my part, which is not good. I mean, I, I do my part of right. planning, oh, I think this is what's going to happen. And then you get to roadblock and say, man, well, if this, you know, God, you called me here, if this is going to happen. Well, it didn't necessarily actually call me in that direction. He, he gave me a vision of what's going to take place. But then I formulated this idea of what I think needs to happen. And there's been times where I've thought, God, you need to deliver here. But it's a total pivot. I mean, it's a complete total pivot. So that's, no, no, no. I, I meant to take us this direction. And now because you're listening to what I'm calling you to in this other direction, you don't need that thing you thought you needed. Right. It's a whole different... <laughs> makes me think... It's this, a whole different direction. The steps of a righteous man are ordered of God, uh -huh. but sometimes Amen. people aren't stepping. Yeah. They're sitting on their can yeah. saying, God, direct my steps. Yeah. And God's saying, uh, take a step yeah. and I'll guide you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I would encourage people to do is, you know, ask God, okay, where... And sometimes you don't have the answer. You're going, yeah. you know, maybe you just... I don't hear the voice of God. I don't know which direction yeah. to take. Okay, so I'm going to take one little baby step here, and I'm going to check with God, is this the right direction? Mm -hmm. And then take another baby step. Okay, God, is this the direction you want me to yeah. go? Take another yeah. baby step. Is this the direction you want me to go? Yeah. And just keep checking with God, and pretty soon you'll find yourself in an amazing place and go, wow, how did I get here? Yeah, Woo! yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the, what you said there of saying sometimes we don't know. Sometimes right. there's nothing you can – There's there's nothing to say in the moment. There's nothing to do in the moment. And I remember having those moments and you sit there and in your mind, you're trying to think, okay, what's next? But you can't even have a thought because right. it's just like, a wait, like there's just nothing. And sometimes right. here, here's the honest, total transparency. Sometimes there have been moments where I'm not hearing from God. Right. And I literally have gone to my friends and uh, counselors. I say counselors, people I trust in my life to pour into my life and say, D I, I don't know what it is, man. I'm not hearing God. And right. it's, it's scary because I always hear him. I always have that nudging. Why am I not hearing from him? And I oh, and reminded myself of what happened with David and Ziglag, where everything just went chaotic. And I know if you've been with us before, you hear me talk about this all the time, but I want to impress this upon you is that there's a standard that has already been set in the Bible of how to approach terrible situations. And David does a great job when he talks about the situation in Ziglag where him and his men came back and everything was gone. His families were gone, wife, goods, everything had been ransacked. Right. And you have this moment where everybody was crying out and they were, you know, his men were talking about stoning him and he had a moment where he could have turned and run. But instead, he did three things. He reminded him, he stirred himself in the Lord, reminded himself of the victories of what God had done in his life. He, had, he then went to the Lord and said, what would you have me do? And then when the Lord told him, he went. Right. I, you, this is my favorite part. It says, yeah, and David went. went. You know, <laughs> one of the things about hearing from God is uh, some of you aren't uh, old enough to remember the old car radios where they actually had to turn the knob. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Okay. And so I remember uh, driving down the road and you listening to a station and you hit a hard bump and the, yeah. the station, it went off there. It was like, yeah. oh, well, sometimes we hit a bump. And it's not that God's not still talking. It's that we've lost our tuner. That's really We good. need to stop for a minute or however long it takes, retune ourselves to yeah. hear God's voice and get back on track. Yeah. 
So, yeah. you know, just because you're not hearing God, I, I believe God is always talking. Yeah. The only thing is he talks in a still, quiet voice. Yeah. He never screams, like yeah. you said. Yeah. You know, you're in the middle of a panic and you're screaming. Yeah. And when you're screaming, <laughs> it's really hard to hear the voice of God. So you need to stop. You know, one of the things that I, yeah. I have to do if I'm getting really uh, to a point of stressed out is I have to go hiking. Yeah. You know, I have huh. to get out in the in the nature and I have to look at the trees and the streams and the creek and the all that because I for me personally that's a place where I can recharge my battery. Yeah. And you might have a place, you know, that's yeah. something that you really, really do. It could be tennis, it could be I, I think it's almost always gonna be outside for yeah. me personally, yeah. you know. It's not gonna yeah. be in, in inside, but yeah. uh, find your spot where you can reconnect to God. Yeah. And get yourself regrounded. In that situation, you know, when we started talking earlier, we said that there's several of us, whether we're the business owners, whether we're, we're uh, uh, employees in a business, whether we're just leading our family, you know, there's everybody has been impacted differently in what the scenario and situation is. But if there's one thing I, I wish people would take away from this whole session uh, of the real podcast is this is that, and I think we've mentioned it before, even is that you can look at a situation. You can look at a tragedy and you can either see tragedy or you can see opportunity. Right. You can see that this is an opportunity for me to be able to step into the moment. You know, when when the market crashed, there's a lot of people that impacted, but you know, I look to my friends who who are financially responsible, they make great investments. And then when the market started tanking, absolutely there was an impact to them. But you know what they did? They started investing. Right. I said, What now wait a minute, because in my mindset I was like, this is a great opportunity. Uh, things are going to be cheaper. I can buy more of them. So when it goes back up, because inevitably the market's going to go back up, then I can win from that. But I went to them and said, no, in the midst of, of this happening, and I, no, no doubt you've lost tens of thousands of dollars in this, or maybe even more, uh, is it hard for you to invest? And the thing that they said next shocked me. They said, no, no, no. Everything will equalize. You have to t- be able to take yourself back to the equilibrium. You know, and I've heard the example of the sine wave. You know, there's highs, there's peaks, and there's troughs. I said, you have to be mature enough to understand what to do at the peak and mm-hmm. what to do at the trough. Because what you do at the peak and the trough isn't based upon the position of where you're at. It's based upon where the center, where that medium ground is. You have to know what your foundation is. And I reminded myself, not just investments of understanding, you know, things are going to, God is going to remain being God. Whether mm-hmm. we're at a high moment in our life or whether we're in the trough of our life, we got to remind ourselves, our, our, let, let our reactions not be what the moment is of being on the mountaintop or being in the valley, but instead being on that foundational, that, that equilibrium of God never changes. Don't look at how big the giant is. Look at how big your God is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, always. I really honestly, sincerely believe with all my heart, this is a great time of opportunity yeah. for anybody that's looking to God and looking to better their life. Yeah. God is faithful. Yeah. He is so faithful. And he, you know, I believe his desire is to pour out a blessing upon us, yeah. but we got to get in that position to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a completely, completely, totally true. Is getting yourself, yeah, getting yourself prepared for success. I mean, that's another, that's a whole nother topic, probably a whole nother podcast episode that we could go into is that there's a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people, Bob, that I've talked to, that I've either coached, that I've walked through, that have great ideas, but they're not putting themselves in a position to be able to be ready for it. Makes me think of the guy that, um, you probably heard this story, but he prayed every day, Lord, let me win the lottery. Let me, Lord, every day, let me win the lottery. Let me win the lottery. And this went on for months. And finally he heard a voice said, at least go buy a ticket. <laughs> you know? So 
<laughs> you oh know, gosh. this is an. I've never heard that. Oh, <laughs> this is an opportunity for you to either, uh, you know, grow. Yeah. Are you reading books? Are yeah. you reading the? Are you feeding your mind with the right stuff yeah. to cause you to grow through this yeah. time? Or are you feeding yourself on CNN and all the other oh, negative geez. news? Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about stir it, yourself up in a negative way? Just yeah. focus on the news. Yeah, you know. I, it doesn't matter what the news is. I mean, I, the, the news is the news. The news is the reporting of the situation. Here's one of the things I've learned in my life. It's not that I'm. It's not that I'm accepting what the current situation is. I can acknowledge what the current situation is, but my focus is not one on the acknowledgement of what it is right now. It's on the focus of where do I need to go? Amen. Where am I headed? Because without the vision, without the expectation, without understanding of here's where we want to go, this is what we want to do. It's like trying to go on a vacation. It's like packing your bags and saying, hey, we're going to go on a vacation. Well, where are we going? I don't know. I never got the tickets. Well, right. I, what are you packing a bag for? You're yeah. not even ready. You don't even have a destination of where you're going. And a lot of times in our lives, we can get focused on the situation and not focus on where we're headed through it. So today, as we're talking uh, about that on The Real Podcast, it's, it's exactly that. Where are you going? Don't allow the circumstances of COVID to dictate where you're going and what is going to happen. You get to determine and dictate what is going to happen and where you're going to go and how you're going to be prepared in your life. And it starts with, first and foremost, trusting God, getting with Him, getting in the Word, and hearing that voice of what do you need to do, where do we need to go. For some of us, the first thing we got to do is quiet ourselves and hear Him. Amen. For some, for others of us, we've been hearing from him for a long time. We need to stop being afraid and start being bold and step out and do what he what he called us to do. Right? Are you going to live or are you going to just exist? Yeah. yeah. You know, are you so, growing or are you dying? Because or dying. There, there's no you, in between. There is no. I love it. I go back to it every single time. I feel like yeah. I say the same things over and over, but it's true. You're either growing or dying. Yeah. There's no in between. So my question to you, sitting at home or listening to this on the road or wherever you are, are you living? Uh, are you growing? Yeah. Or are you dying? Yeah. You know, are you, you're, you're dying if you're watching the, the news. Yeah. You're growing if you're reading a book, watching a podcast, listening to leaders that yeah. encourage you and strengthen you and, and, and tell you that the best is yet to come. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, today we've had Bob Osborne with us here, uh, leader of Grace Care, servant of Grace Care, as he is saying. I love it. Um, but we just want to encourage you today as we close out. Listen, be encouraged. What is happening to you right now? You're not a, a, a you're not a, a a victim of circumstances. You're the champion of the victory that you get to have in this opportunity. Everything is Amen. an opportunity. You just have to determine if you're going to step into it and trust God and where He's calling you to. So, as always, here on the the Real Podcast, where we encourage you to live in a relevant, engaging, actionable life of showing that Jesus is real. We want to see that in your life. Make sure you leave it in the comment section below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe uh, on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it's available. Bob, thanks so much for being with us here on The Real Podcast. And we will see you guys next week as we continue to be encouraged, not only in living that life, but taking a real Jesus to a real world right here. Bob, thanks great having you with us. Exciting to be here. The best is yet to come. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next week.